it really is that easy just to take away one simple thing. And I think that's anything. I think that's probably the easiest thing you can go and do right now. It's like move, 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 move and watch sales actually increase. So hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owners Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. Hola. Thank you for listening to this episode. We're going to actually go over quickly some things that you need to fix on your Shopify site today. These are very, very important things and probably on the uh, top of the list when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, the, I won't say errors, but it just biggest opportunities for you right now. So we're going to learn these three things and more. Number one is the number one mistake store owners are making in their navigation, the top elements that must be present in your product description, and the most neglected thing Shopify store owners just they just don't pay attention to they don't look over it and they never ever do it. So check it out. Hi, y'all. Welcome to a, another episode. We're super excited. Uh, this is uh, something I'm going to learn a little bit about too, right? It's the website side of things is Christian's forte. So these uh, should be very interesting to find out for myself too. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be right there with you as we, as we move along here on this website. So five things to fix on your website today. How are you doing, Christian? Hey, doing great. Doing great. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show. We, we're <laughs> new person. I know this is your first time on the podcast. We, we all appreciate it. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, let's talk about these. So, yeah, five things to to fix on your website today. Um, these are probably, I would say, some of the the things that we see the most, right? Or the maybe low. Well, the last one's not much of a lowest hanging fruit, but um, it is something that you know needs to be fixed. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, let's kind of run through some of these. Um, and to some extent, yeah, they're, they're kind of going from top to bottom, you know, if you're looking at a website. Okay. Um, but yeah, first off, it's going to be that, that hero, uh, hero section, right, on the, on, the, on the website. If you don't know what the hero section is, it's just going to be that main banner or image or slider um, right when you land on a website, right? You're going to have the navigation at the very top, and then that next big section is usually what we call the the hero section. Um, and a lot of e-commerce websites have some sort of image, static image, or some sort of you know slider, which could be fine. We typically tend to you know shy away from from sliders. But I think the the main um, thing to fix within that hero section is to make sure that you're talking about maybe a specific product, a specific collection. Um, having a, a good strong clear call to action so shop now or shop the whatever t um and then uh potentially depending on the functionality of your website having the whole thing clickable so yes even if you please. include a little button right make the whole thing clickable um that's gonna definitely be more beneficial uh for you and your store um, than just having the little button uh, well, and I see that, like, right, we talk about this a little bit with just our customers, which is, like, that dexterity issue, which is, like, how easy is it for you to click on your phone, right? Some people don't have great clicking <laughs> with their fingers, right? It's it's one thing on desktop, but, you know, if, if over half of your users can't click on the button on your phone, you just lost people or you cost them to go through another, you know, thing that they didn't need to necessarily do before they actually added the product to their site. So, 
it's just much easier for the user too. I think it's a better experience. Yeah. Yeah. And th- I mean, that should be a pretty easy fix, really. Um, I've seen a lot of websites where they just maybe have a slider with images just kind of going by. Yeah, it looks nice. But as a customer, like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do here. Um, you know, you should always be trying to, you know, direct the customer on where you want them to go. Um, and that's the importance of, you know, having that, that call to action there. Um, little nugget in here, too. Make sure that, especially on Shopify, I know this is possible on a lot of different themes. Make sure that you're looking at <clears throat> how these hero sections behave on mobile. So you don't want like a tiny bar <laughs> going across, you know, with all this information. Um, and it's just not very legible. So a lot of these themes actually offer you the opportunity to do a different image size and different, you know, type of image for the mobile version of it, which just makes the experience a lot better on mobile. So just a little little nugget there. Um, but yeah, let's move on to, to the next one. So the next one we have here is something that um, well, I get the privilege of talking to people about is uh, the navigation. Right? It's an easy, easy fix where like up at the top, you'll see, and we're not trying to call you out right now if you're looking at your site, but you know, you'll see like 12 or 13 things across the top. And it's like, it will just say like one of them will say shop. And then the next one's like about us and then reviews and contact and you know, like 20 different other options here. And you just think that everything's important. And then that's not the case, or at least that's what Christian tells me. Well, yeah. I mean, you think about, I'm going to this website because I want to shop, mm-hmm. right? That's the main purpose. And a lot of people have all of their shopping links hidden in these drop down that literally just says shop. So if your main purpose is to shop, then have that laid out, you know, right there on the, the top of the navigation, um, you know, all these categories and collections right there. And the, again, the rule of thumb here is put anything that's not making you money in the footer. So the about us, the contact, uh, the review, the about page, any of those pages, they don't make you money. They don't have products. Put them in the footer. People will find them there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's just, it really is that easy just to take away one simple thing. And I think that's anything. I think that's probably the easiest thing you can go and do right now. It's like move, 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 and watch sales actually increase. So, yep. All right. What's number three here? Uh, number three is product descriptions. We actually made an episode on this. Uh, we went a little bit more in depth. So, uh, just definitely check that out if you haven't already where we talked a little bit more on the product descriptions. But yeah, when it comes to product descriptions, we've seen the whole gamut of having absolutely nothing (laughs) to maybe having a sentence to having six paragraphs Mm -hmm. of information that doesn't really say anything or do much for me for the customer. Um, And just almost always a few missing key pieces of information. when it comes to product descriptions, obviously you want to entice a customer, let them know how this fits and how you can wear this, right? Sort of like a, the fit and style of, of the actual product. That's sort of like the, the fancy marketing jargon that you'll put within the product description. But then beyond that, then you also need the specifications, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a 50% polyester, 50% cotton, what kind of materials, you know, are we talking about here? And then also even more in depth than that, like dimensions, right? Yeah. The length of this product is also very important when you're, you're talking to- about tops and, and pants and different things like that. Um, and then the last piece I would say is the model information. So if you have a model wearing that garment, um, talking about, you know, this model is 200 pounds, six foot, and they're wearing a large. 
um, yep. a lot of people shop like that where they visualize themselves. Okay, that person is this, this, and this. I'm this, this, and this. So he's wearing large. Like the fit is a little bit maybe too snug around the belly, whatever. Um, but the more information that you provide within the product description and that product page, the better it's going to be for your customers because they're making that decision right there on that product page to either add to cart or not add to cart. And the, the clearer you can be with the product descriptions, the better it's going to be for you. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15 minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training. Yeah. And would you say that, um, I don't know where you'd put necessarily, I guess the reviews or anything like that would be more like the social proof. I guess it's, it's kind of in the product, sometimes in the product description area, but you wouldn't necessarily put them like. Yeah. I mean, yes. If we're talking about strictly, you know, fixing your product description, those are the, some of the things. Um, if we're talking more broad on the whole product page, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of other stuff that we can talk about there. Cool. Okay. Well, that may be a whole another episode there, because uh, yeah, product descriptions. We actually do have something. I don't know if it's necessarily available yet or not, but um, maybe something to reach out on Instagram and just DM us. We have like screenshots of like how to write great product descriptions, um, kind of hitting on the main areas that Christian was talking about, but also like examples of like bigger brands and then how to how to mimic and copy them. So uh, maybe of interest to you. All right, so number four here is speed. I think speed to anything is good, right? Speed to market, speed on your website. Um, so talk to us about that, Christian. Like how do how do websites get faster? Or really, and the most important is like so people don't go slower. How do they, how are websites getting slower, and how can they avoid it? Yeah, so I mean, two probably two big factors. One is the size of images that you're the file size of images and video that you're putting on your website and second the amount of external um apps or installs or that, that you're putting you know add-ons that you're putting on onto your website so if you were to fix your website today right and you want to improve speed those two things are probably going to be the the biggest things that i will tell you to go check and fix one look at your homepage, look at your product page and make sure that those images are about 200 kilobytes. Um, and I say around because, you know, they could be 250, 260, almost kind of like up to the, the 300 kilobytes. But um, I'll try to keep it within that 200 kilobyte uh, on every single image that you upload, hero image, you know, images on the about page, whatever. Um, if you stay around that 200 kilobyte, uh, you're probably going to have a pretty good, you know, speed experience on, on your website. And then secondly, it's going to be those apps. So um, again, if we're trying to fix this today, go to your apps, see what you're not currently using right now and go ahead and delete those and make sure mm. you get rid of that extra code, extra junk that you don't need. So, um, something important to look into, especially in Shopify is sometimes just deleting the app doesn't necessarily delete the extra code that's been added. Mm-hmm. So just make sure that you look through the documentation and see that, you know, what are the steps to make sure that I uninstall this and remove this app correctly from my store? Well, and what's interesting, right, is there should be an app for that on Shopify, right? Like, is yeah, there like a, a clean my yes. clean my store? Yes, yeah. an app that you install. It's kind of like a, a 
bad example, but it, when I was thinking about it, it's like the fish tanks, like you get those one fish, uh, whatever we call them, sucker fish. You put them in the tank so that they clean the tank. <laughs> it's like they don't do anything, but they like eating the the germs of all the other fish. But yeah, we need well, we need that. Let me. I'm, I'm going to change this last one actually. Um, okay. Ooh, the on the spot change number five. Because do you know what it is already? Yeah, because I, I was just working on this today and. I think it's important, and a lot of people don't pay attention to this. Okay. Um, and it would actually probably help with what you're talking about, um, especially with, yeah, with certain apps. And, you know, we, we strictly talk Shopify, so um, this would definitely, you know, be hitting almost every Shopify user out there. So get into the fifth thing that you need to do today is go update your theme. Okay. How often um, do you need to do that? Like, what? Why? Why are you bringing that up today? Let's do well, that. One, it kind of sparked the idea when we we're talking about speed, right? And getting rid of all that junk code and all that kind of stuff. Because when you install a brand new theme or a theme update, you kind of you're starting from scratch. Mm. Right? So there's a little bit of work, right? Because you have to make sure that your settings are back to however you had them right? in the previous version of that theme. But updating the theme. I honestly don't know how often it, it basically varies right by by company and by theme because they're made by you know different people um but i would i would say that every time that you're doing a website audit which should be about every month or so um that you just really quickly go to the shopify theme store look up your theme and see if you're logged into your shopify store you'll see that button that says update to the newest 3.1.2, you know, version of this theme. Mm-hmm. So it will tell you right there that you need to update the theme. You don't have to purchase anything extra. You just click the button. It will add it to your store and you just manipulate it, customize it, make it, you know, how it was before and hit publish. Um, the reason for that is it's going to help you with speed one, because obviously the, the c- companies that work on these themes, they always want to make them better and faster. So, the, the faster aspect is going to come from probably potentially less code, you know, less junk um, on those themes. You're going to get better features um, because these features, you know, they get they keep adding them, trying to be more competitive against other themes out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, overall, it's just it's just good to to do that. It's something that doesn't happen automatically. And a lot of store owners don't even know about this. Um, so if you were to do something today, go to your theme store, look up your theme and hit that update button, um, and get the newest and greatest theme out there. Um, and this is especially true for people who don't have the new OS 2.0 themes. These new OS 2.0 themes, um, have a great amount of features and a lot of really cool stuff that you can do that you can probably actually get rid of a couple of apps, um, just because of the OS 2.0 features very very cool yeah so i'm glad you changed out that one um yeah i mean it makes sense it's like the the most logical it's kind of like the turn off the computer turn it back on kind of thing which is like oh let me just get a reset here what's gonna you know what's what's a better experience for everybody yeah and you think about shopify you think oh yeah surely they update you know all their system and all that stuff but yeah when it comes to that you know individual theme that's something that you have to do manually very cool. All right. I know that was a super value-packed episode. Hope you guys got a lot out of it. And just kind of as as a more recent announcement that I just want to make sure everyone's aware of, we have a YouTube channel where you can see more visuals, right? So 
if you thought the five things to fix on your website today were great, will we also talk about the five best themes for 2022 or 2023 or whatever year it is, right? The best themes. We also talk about new themes that are coming out so you could pick the best one for your business. Um, and we also cover advertising. So how do you drive traffic to your site? So um, if you're more of a visual learner, you love podcasts, don't don't shy away from here. But if you're more of a visual learner, make sure you also go check out our podcast. It's Bit Branding on YouTube. Just go search for that and, and you can go in depth a little bit more on the visual side of things. So um, hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. And as always, um, just reach out if you have any questions at all over on Instagram and we'll talk to you next time. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBranding and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.